Welcome back to the pod, guys. It's Austin. It is uh, Sunday, November 22nd, and I have a sit rep for you all. It's been a couple weeks since we put the last one out, and, uh, you know, looking around on the internet news sites this morning, there's there's a lot going on, uh, a lot that isn't being talked about, a lot that isn't being, um, you know, put out there by the, the, the liberal mainstream media, not to say that Fox News always does the best job, but I do feel like, um, at least in my opinion, they put out... Uh, more of what needs to be seen, what more of what needs to be heard. Um, you know, it's it just, you know, the, the, the front page, right, for, for Fox News talks about how New York right now is descending into anarchy, right? Subway shovings, uh, flamethrowers, shootings in New York City blamed on a perfect storm of police reform and obviously the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, you know, there's also this week, unfortunately, uh, at least to my understanding, a, a mall shooting in Wisconsin, okay? Um, you flip on over to CNN, none of that's covered. None of the shootings, none of the uh, flamethrowers or subway shovings. Uh, no mention of the tragedy at the mall in, uh, in Wisconsin. Instead, we got uh, vaccine may offer almost, almost full insurance against pandemic. Trump's attempts to steal the election plunge deeper into incoherence. President-elect Joe Biden will announce cabinet picks Tuesday. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. That I, I just I think is hilarious the the fact that we have now a office of the president elect and Joe Biden while we are still in the midst of you know solving this election uh, and there's so many uh, open questions um, open items whatever you want to call it there, there's so much up in the air and you got Joe Biden over here uh, acting like he's one acting like uh, if he just gets everything in place before the courts can rule. Uh, possibly against him, and they may they may rule in his favor. I don't know, but it's it's like if he hurries up and gets this done, then there's no way that they can take it back, and then the whole country's gonna rise up in arms and make sure Joe Biden is the next president because you know uh, Donald Trump is apparently the one trying to steal the election. <sighs> Whatever, I mean, give us give the people the news they need, right? We know there's uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff going on with the election, so you have something to actually tell us. I mean, start start reporting on stuff that matters. So reading this article on on Fox News, guys, this sounds awful. Um, you know, people being uh, an old woman being shoved onto the uh, subway tracks as a uh, train is coming in. Uh, Lucky was able to to roll over between um, a couple pieces of the tracks. I don't really understand how train tracks work, to be honest with you. But apparently, she survived with with, with minor injuries, which is great. Another person shoved onto the tracks by a panhandler because the person refused to give the panhandler cash. They were able to pull themselves back up onto the platform before the train arrived. Um, you know, it's just, it's it's almost like, uh, you know, having less police around uh, in these major cities uh, actually leads to more crime. It's crazy, right? Uh, not to me, but that's, those are the kinds of things that, that are being uh, pushed right now. And with, uh, you know, a, a liberal White House, I feel like we're just going to see more of it. Um, and I was actually having this discussion a little bit earlier with Sam about, um, you know, cause I, uh, I'd sent him a link right to this Facebook page that I had actually come across my newsfeed on Facebook. And obviously I'm, I'm, I'm very, uh, I don't consider myself to be conservative, right. But I'm, 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 I'm identifying, identifying a little bit more Republican these days. Uh, I'm very, uh, pro America. I'm very, uh, at least I consider myself to be patriotic. Um, I'm very anti-communist, anti-socialist. Um, I'm against fascism, you know, and all that. And a lot of the stuff we're seeing with these, uh, protests and, and violent demonstrations and things like that. Um, 
but we find a page for uh, Gross Point, which is a, uh, it's actually a, uh, well, more well-to-do part of town that's uh, ironically right next to Detroit. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Their claim to fame is they actually, you know, you want to rip Trump for putting up a wall. They actually did put up a wall between uh, Gross Point and Detroit. Um, and it's a one-way str- uh, road that flows into Gross Point past that wall. Uh, you can look it up. But uh, Gross Point Communists, I, I think, was the name of the page. And it just, uh, you know, and I don't know if it's if it's meant to be satirical uh, in nature or not. Um, but there's a lot of commenting and posting on there about... Uh, you know, I'm I'm for all things. Uh, I don't know if I'm a communist, but I'm for all things that are anti-Donald Trump. You know, and and these uh, you know discussions about uh, you know destroying the country and I, I just you know I, I think we're headed in a real rough rough uh, direction as a country, and I think a lot of these uh, politicians, you know, especially career politicians like Joe Biden, unfortunately, are only interested in their own election uh, or or re-election. Um, and to uh, a larger degree, pushing that liberal leftist agenda. Um, it's scary for me, personally. <clears throat> um, you know, I don't, how can I put this? I don't identify myself as a conservative. I know that I have uh, some conservative views, Um and, and that's okay. You know, anybody, you can have whatever views you want to have. Um, what I don't like is in the past year, two years, I feel like I've become more attacked, mostly on social media, honestly. Because um, uh, if you're listening to this, most of you probably know the most people uh, have no spine when it comes to in-person confrontation, right? Um, they are the biggest badass in the world behind a keyboard and they can cite any, you know, article that they can find on a, you know, a three second Google search as to why they're right and you're wrong. And, uh, you know, because Portugal did this and Venezuela did that and Sweden had success doing this. And it's like, yeah, great. You can take countries that are, you know, a fifth or an eighth or a, you know, 20th, the size of our country with none of the means and half the technology and, and look at, you know, um, a, a very specific piece of what they're doing there and how it works and ignore, you know, the, uh, the media that they don't have there or ignore how much religion they do have there in some cases, whatever. I mean, it's fine, but I've never felt more, uh, more attacked than I have in the last uh, year or two. Um, just for having some views, obviously pro second amendment. Um, and I, I think that the media right now, uh, is really ramping up for that. Uh, to push those kinds of ideas, to push those kinds of stories, and to back that kind of ideology, uh, as we, what seems to be, be getting closer to a uh, Joe Biden pre- presidency um, with the most aggressive gun control plan that this nation's ever seen. And uh, obviously, I don't agree with that. Um, you know, you have people telling me, you know, my. Uh, my, me personally, uh, my, my insecurities don't override someone else's right to safety. That's, that's, uh, I'm pretty sure it's almost verbatim. The comment that was, uh, after one of the, the school shootings a couple of years ago, um, that was, that was pushed over to me and I go, wait a minute. So you're telling me that, uh, your safety is more important than my insecurity, but my insecurity, as you call it, is is rooted in my desire for my personal safety, and what 
so basically we're just arguing semantics at this point because we both are demanding that we, you know, have the right to safety. The difference being uh, is that, uh, you know, I am taking personal responsibility and accountability for my safety by being pro-Second Amendment and wanting to have a gun and wanting to be able to protect my family uh, and myself as needed, okay? Uh, whereas this other individual was, is, is wanting uh, the exact opposite, right? The, um, the complete absence of accountability. And, it's just, and you start to see it so much more and so many more people start jumping on this bandwagon because it's like, oh yeah, I want everything for free. You know, uh, something completely unrelated to politics. You know, I had a friend share something on Facebook a couple days ago about how, uh, you know, old people talk about how rude the current generation is, but uh, old folks are are super rude to them because they work in the service industry. This particular friend is, uh, or was, pre-COVID a bartender. I just left a comment on there saying, you know, that's not been my experience. Um... And, uh, you know, in my experience, uh, I've, I've had more young people flip out on me, uh, in my, in my profession over silly stuff than, than the older generation. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. Um, and you know, uh, somebody asked, you know, can I ask what industry you're in? You know, so I put banking slash finance and then, you know, you get, oh, you get the laugh emojis and then you got a couple of people chiming in like, oh, well, working in actual customer service or, you know, like food restaurant is way different than stealing people's money. And this is something I just, I can't get behind because everyone wants to blame banks for all their issues and stuff. And it's like, okay, but then you look at this individual and I, and I don't know them. Um, you can kind of glean a, a good, a good idea about a, a person from their social media, right? Um, I, I don't agree with the going off only pictures and stuff. When you start, you start kind of building your own kind of profile for them based off of what they share, what they post, what they look like, what their pictures are, are, are of them doing and stuff. And you get a, a, a better idea. Um, and that coupled with the, the interaction you're having with them, right? And it's just these people with, you know, they're in, they work low income jobs. And that's, that's not a dig at anybody that works a low income job. Okay. I just want to be clear about that. Um, but they work low income jobs. Um, and cause I do know a couple of these people that are in this interaction, um, they live in low income areas because they have so little desire to improve their own situation. They would rather, again, dismiss all personal accountability for their life's position and their status in life, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Uh, and blame the government, right? The government doesn't do enough to help them. Banks, uh, don't do enough to help them. Um, and somebody else's post was, you know, about the, uh, oh, this is why we're so frustrated is because everything that the last generation did doesn't work. And, you know, I think somebody, you look at stuff and I've had people tell me that the last generation ruined the country because they, um, because of the, the mortgage industry falling out and stuff. And, um, you know, uh, the, the environment is failing and it's like, you know what, every generation has improved on what was done by the previous generation, because as we, as a people move through the generations, we learn more, right? We develop new technology. We have new ideas, uh, things that we tried, you know, for five years, 10 years, 20 years, we figure out, Hey, that's not working. So the new generation is going to change it. That's, that's part of evolution, right? Which is, uh, a concept that I would think most liberals are very, uh, attuned with, you know, man evolve from, from monkeys essentially, um, to, to put it very layman's terms. Um, but it's like, okay, but now rather than try and fix the issues we have, yes, we know now, um, 
that asbestos is bad. We know now uh, that, you know, drilling and fracking is environmentally harmful, so we need to try and uh, find different ways to go about that process. Um, and it's, and it's a balancing act, right? Cause you gotta, you have people's jobs, you know, it's something you have to consider. You can't just go all one way or all to the other. Um, you have to balance people's jobs with protecting the environment. And it's an, and it's, a, it's a lengthy process over time, things like that. Just, and you cannot just go one way or the other with it. Cause it, then both sides fail inevitably. Um, and it's the same thing if you want to talk about mortgages or, you know, whatever market. It's like every market bottoms out at some point, right? The internet bubble that burst at the end of the 90s, early 2000s. The mortgage industry. You guys ever watch the movie The Big Short? They do a pretty good job talking about that. So I just, I don't understand how some of these people can uh, can seriously sit there and uh, they, oh, well, it's all the old generation's fault. Like, well, what are you doing to make this any better? Why is it that everyone else isn't doing enough to make your lot in life better? Personally, um, I, I did used to feel that way. That's why I voted Democrat uh, when Obama was elected the first time and even the second time. But at that point in my life, I was an eight, you know, 18 and uh, yeah, 22-year-old uh, who was in college, living in my parents' home, uh, driving a crappy car, working a, you know, multiple part-time jobs to make ends meet while I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, work on my direction in life. Uh, figure out who I was as a person. And I still identify with some of the democratic ideas. You know, my dad's a union worker. Uh, obviously, that sustains my family, sustained my family while I was growing up and allowed us to have the things that we had. And, you know, so, I, hey, I'm, I am. I, I'm pro-labor union. I know they're not perfect, whatever. Um, but it's just, uh, I can't, I don't understand uh, how we can push accountability so hard on people in elected offices. Uh, specifically speaking about like Donald Trump right now, right? Because his ideas don't align with what people want to hear, people want to see and, and, and all that stuff. But then personal accountability, let's not talk about it. Let's not talk about how uh, you have, you know, I have a couple different friends who are in uh, rough positions in life where, you know, I, I've had friends try to get them better jobs. Hey man, come apply for this position. It's going to suck for a little bit, but then you're make more money long-term. No, no, I'm good where I'm at. You know, if I keep, uh, if I keep hitting my sales numbers like this, I'm going to make, you know, 40 grand this year. And it's like, okay, cool. That's better than what you did last year. I'm assuming by the way you said it. Um, but 40 grand isn't really that much. And instead of saying, Hey man, you know what? You're right. I really need to make more money so I can do more shit. It's like, well, you know, 40 grand, uh, they need to raise the minimum wage. Yeah. Family can't live. It's like, wait a minute. You're not a family. <laughs> you're like a, you're a single person household. And that's, that's a different story. Um, would I like to see everybody I know make more money? Yes, I would. Um, but if you study economics at all, you cannot just increase the minimum wage. You can't, you can't just double. And that's the other big idea too, that gets pushed. And it's like, you know, you guys don't understand because it's, it's trickle down, right? So, uh, and I can, I feel like I have a pretty unique perspective on some of the stuff as my mother, uh, owned a restaurant for like 20 plus years. Okay. She did all of it. I saw the behind the scenes. I saw the time that goes in. I saw the work, the stress, the amount of time spent away from the family. I got a pretty damn good idea uh, of what I'm talking about when it comes to owning a business um, and the stresses that go out around it. Maybe not a ton on the financial side, but enough from hearing my mother talk about it that I like, okay, I, I get it. Um, and a lot of it's just common sense too. Uh, okay, so you want to pay all these McDonald's workers $15 an hour. It's like, well, then your $1 cheeseburger that you love so much, so you can go eat lunch every day for three bucks because you're too lazy to pack lunch. 
and I'm guilty of that too. I, I, I am awful about packing up lunches. I spend way more money than I should eating out. Um, not so much now I'm working from home, but you guys get the idea. Um, that $1 cheeseburger now, because you effectively doubled the cost of every worker in that place becomes $2, $5, $7. And then everyone, oh, well, this is just ridiculous. I'm not going to eat there. Why is it so expensive all of a sudden? Say, well, you got what you wanted. That's not right. That's, that's wrong. That's the company being too money hungry. Well, part of being successful, whether you're a business or an individual, is doing what you got to do to be successful. So in their instance, that means, hey, we, we have shareholders, we have stockholders, uh, you know, that we have to answer to for a lot of these decisions. So how are we going to, how are we going to answer to a 40% plunge in our profits because we doubled everybody's pay and didn't increase any prices? Like that would cause economic collapse, not immediately, but definitely over time. You know, you'd see a lot of business go out and I, I've had, and I, I don't, I'm, I feel like I've said this before on here, but you know, I actually had some friends sit there at my kitchen table and say, if you can't afford to in front of my mother, of all people, you can't afford to pay people $15 an hour. You have no right being in business. Or, um, can you believe how greedy this business is? They want us to keep working during COVID lockdown and, they only have, they came out and told us if they were to send everybody home and, uh, during the lockdown, they only have enough funds on reserve to pay everybody for 90 days. I go, 90 days is pretty good, man. He goes, oh no, that's BS because, you know, they're trying to expand and everything and they're, they're just being too greedy, trying to expand too fast. They're trying to double the, the company footprint over the next, you know, eight years. I go, yeah. I said, well, they, you know, the footprint they have now, it took them 25 or almost 30 years to get to that. I go, yeah, because it takes time to build and establish a business. Once you get to a, you know, a regional size where you're a, a known commodity after those first 30 years, yeah, you have the capital and you have the ability to expand at a much faster rate. Think about like a bell curve, right? Um, and yes, if you're not bringing any money in, guys, I don't know any businesses out there, honestly, that would like, you know, have just oodles of money just sitting there. And again, if you know anything about economics, banking, interest rates, whatever, like that's why like smart, rich people don't just have tons of money sitting on hand. You see it in movies and they're like, oh, we want a hostage negotiation. I want you to give me, you know, $20 million cash. Like, well, I don't have that kind of cash available. I got to move stuff around. It's because those people have it parked other places. You know what I mean? So take it's about taking accountability and it's tough, man. I know because I've done it and I've been through it, but like I own and I don't own a crazy nice house. I actually, you know, there's a lot of stuff at my house I like, um, a lot of stuff I don't like. Put a lot of time and money and energy into making this this home better. Um, and I work a lot, man. You know, uh, for years I worked multiple jobs, uh, you know, to bring in extra money for myself and to do some of the things I want to do and everything. Like, uh, this probably isn't a surprise to anybody, but this podcast doesn't make any money. It actually costs me money. <laughs> so I do it because I enjoy it and because I think it's, it's worth doing. Um, but it's, you know, I, I, I take accountability for it. Hey, my car sucks. I'm going to go out and get a better car. What do I got to do? Well, I got to save up money. All right. How do I save up money? Like, um, I don't know. Stop spending it on other shit. Okay, cool. I'll figure that out, you know, or, um, you know, when I decided I was going to buy a house, look at my, my girlfriend, now my wife, I go, what we're doing right now doesn't work. How do you feel about buying a house? Like, cool, let's do it. You know, what we got, well, what do we got to do? And we figured it out. Same thing when people like decide to have kids and everything like, okay, well, you know what? Um, 
we're gonna have to figure out uh, the childcare thing. And I have friends who think that their parents uh, owe it to them to provide free childcare. I don't really agree with that either. I mean, it's your kid. They weren't there when you made the decision to do it. At least I hope they weren't there. Otherwise, it's a little dash of something else thrown in the equation. It's weird. But um, just the accountability out there, guys. And, it, and it, you know, uh, if we go back to these headlines about the shooting um, and all the issues in New York and, you know, public officials are saying, oh, it's because schools and businesses are closed. So people are just out and about with nothing to do. Um, and, and to an extent that's probably right. Um, but I, I think there's been just a lack of accountability by so many people, uh, in the last year, especially, uh, with these protests, this kind of behavior, they feel like because they, uh, can, they can rally behind some form of oppression, right? Whether it's your skin color or you can claim uh, police brutality or police, whatever, um, or you're a victim of circumstance because the economy blows and that's all Trump's fault right now. And it's like, that doesn't give you the right to go out and, and be an asshole, you know, truthfully. You shove somebody on the subway tracks. Like, yeah, in both instances that were mentioned in this article, nobody died. Thank God. But why? You know, the panhandler, it's like, okay, I get it. You're probably not in the best of mental states because look at your life situation or whatever doesn't make it right. This other individual, it's like, what, you're just going to push somebody on the tracks. So you think it's funny. Like those are the kids when I was in school and in high school and stuff, uh, and even to an extent college, they were always just effing around and messing with people and causing problems just because they, just because like, why? Oh, no, it's freaking funny. Like that's not funny. Like dude, you just like ruin somebody's day by like spilling whatever all over their backpack and you on the bus. And you think that that's hilarious like cheap kicks for about three minutes. You just ruin somebody's whole day, possibly their backpack, you know? Uh, so then their family has to replace that. Or, you know, you want to, what, start a fight, go kick somebody in the hallway because they look different than you. I'd, I'd seen that happen too. And it's like, you gotta be, you gotta be kidding me, man. Why? Uh, you know, be accountable, be better and, or be accountable for the people you hang with. Right? Like, I don't, I've actually spent time in the past year actively going out uh, going out of my way to avoid toxic people in my life, you know, uh, and that's not to say that they are necessarily bad humans, that they're going out of their way to like hurt me or hurt someone else, but they are not going out of their way to help me or, uh, more specific, I guess more to the point, not necessarily to help me, but, uh, my interacting with them doesn't make my life better, you know, and that's got nothing to do with money. Uh, it, it's got something to do with time and care, uh, and I, I cut a lot of people out. And honestly, it feels great. I would recommend it, especially right now during the holidays, um, whether it's family, whether it's uh, people in your circle of friends, maybe it's an entire circle of friends. Um, cut those people out. Take accountability over your own happiness. It sucks. It's tough, especially right now while we're on lockdown. You can't go out and do a lot of things. I'm struggling with it personally, too. But take more accountability of your situation. Um, be more prepared for how to deal with this stuff, you know, whether that's... Um, you know, like doing what, what my wife and I did yesterday, we went out and bought more toilet paper and paper towel. So we, you know, did it suck? Yeah, there were a lot of people at the store and they're all trying to get that stuff. Um, did the line kind of stink for a little bit? Yeah, everyone's out shopping for their, albeit smaller Thanksgiving dinners and everything, but you know what, you go out there, oh, it's either that or you sit at home and you don't eat anything or you eat a bologna sandwich and post all over social media about um, how you're doing the right thing to, to help, uh, lower the curve or, or whatever the fuck they say now. Um, 
<laughs> or post on a, you know, same thing, post that same stupid sandwich and go, oh, well, F the governor and F this because she's making us all miserable because she's an idiot here, well, here in Michigan. It's a she. But, you know, uh, be more accountable. It's really easy to sit there and complain about stuff. Um, try and, and find a way to be more positive. Uh, you know, we're on lockdown. So what do I do with my time? I've been dry firing, obviously. I do that a lot. Um, I've been messing with some of my kit. I've been reading. Uh, I've been spending a bunch of time trying to figure out how to make... Uh, some of this audio and editing stuff for the podcast work better because uh, it's completely foreign to me. Um, just, I mean, it, it just, it's not, it's all what you make of it. Put it that way, right? Glass half full and I get it. Um, like I'm a pessimist. I, I was raised that way because my family's that way and everything. It's tough to not be that way if that's all you know. Um, but you'll be better off for it. I've been better off for it. Um, you know, I, I've seen a lot of growth myself during the lockdown. So, um, I mean, that, that's really what I got for you guys, you know, be more accountable. Uh, don't, I don't know, don't, uh, let this, this pull you down and, uh, and please, for the love of God, don't let it ruin your holidays. I, th- I feel like the holidays are like the last bastion of hope that we have right now, uh, to, to cling to some kind of normalcy in life. You know, I took the dog out to an outdoor mall yesterday. We walked around a bit. He went to the, the puppy bakery and stuff and got him some some nums and stuff. And, and it was cool, man. They got all the, the Christmas lights out just like they do. Um, and everyone's got masks on. And you know, you're socially distant. And they're limiting capacities in stores, you know, all that stuff. But just being outside and walking around. And, you know, my wife ran in and got a Starbucks or whatever. But um, do what you can to to cling to some of that normalcy and, uh, you know, in the same token, uh, maybe go out of your way to do some things you don't normally do. Uh, but be accountable for your own happiness the same way that you are accountable for your own safety, the same way, um, that you're accountable for your life. Um, I I feel like if more people looked at it that way, uh, we'd be a lot better off. Don't, and that's like, hold yourself accountable, right? Um, I feel like enough of us heard it as kids, you know, you know, hey, Timmy's kicking, Timmy's eating what he's not supposed to, or Bobby's doing, and your parents would inevitably just get sick of hearing and go, why don't you worry about yourself? (laughs) You know, don't worry about them, worry about yourself. And you're like, well, that's not fair because, you know, I wanted what they were doing or having whatever. But no, really, be personally accountable. Uh, I feel like we have way too many internet trolls. um, And I, as I say this, I can think of at least like half a dozen come straight to my mind that want to just, they want to hold everybody else accountable, right? You all know who they are. They're the ones that put hashtag mask up, hashtag COVID, hashtag whatever on every post. It could be something completely non-health or COVID related, but they start every post that way because they're a social justice warrior. Their keyboard's going to help them spread the message. Um, And it's everybody else's fault. It's everyone else's fault that we're going through this because everybody else must not be wearing a mask, but they are. It's like, you know what? Worry about yourself. Okay. If, if these COVID protocols truly are working, the socially distancing, uh, the, uh, the masks, everything else, if, if this is, we need to be doing it because it's working and that's why you're telling everyone to do it, then just worry about yourself. You go out and do it. You stay safe, keep your family safe and worry about yourself. It's not everyone else's fault that, that this is all happening. It's not. It's not everybody else's fault that you can't take your newborn kid out to meet the family in another state. It's not everyone else's fault. This is the world we live in, folks. It happens. It's happening in other states. Other continents are dealing with this issue as well. That's why it's a pandemic. Like, Jesus, like, Lord, 
people, and it's crazy because some of these people have like good jobs and they're very intelligent people, you would think, and they just want to keep blaming everybody else for their lot in life and everything that's bad that's going on. So, um, like I said, personal accountability, guys, all walks of life, hold yourself accountable, set your own goals and crush it. And you will be much happier for it. Um, that's it. I'm off my soapbox. Listen, guys, I hope you all had a great weekend. Um, and as we go into Thanksgiving, we'll have another episode coming out, uh, obviously before the holiday. Um, I hope you guys, uh, are doing the best that you can. If you are able to celebrate with your family, uh, take the time, enjoy each other's company, enjoy what you can do. Uh, until, until, uh, later on this week, we got another episode for you guys. That's all I got. Make sure you guys get out there, train and 